Just Logan. so you know, listen, just so you know, everyone heard we're all ne- the, like, stifled laughter. We're never the- going to get this right because the timing on both of these things are so different. Oh, the encoder starts in, like, seven seconds. This thing starts in three. We need a mathematician to, like, calculate exactly <laughs> also, when to do stuff. we need a sober noosh. I'm, I'm so oh, not. You're drunk, noosh. This is the best thing You've ever. You've never seen this drunk news. You've seen drunk news. What are you talking about? I've seen You've drunk, seen news drunk plenty news. of times. You've never seen drunk news. I, I haven't, no. You? No, I'm not talking to you, Courtney. You've seen drunk oh. news. Oh, yeah, a little Facebook. bit. I'm yes, okay, sorry. <laughs> well, I'm holding it, so yeah, I didn't connect those two. But I mean, I saw you a little bit, not, yeah. not full on. At his, uh, at, at the, the news year party. The news year party, The news year party. TFTI, what? Next time we'll invite you to our. But here's the thing: it's out in Valencia. It's in Valencia. Oh, That's so I don't mind driving. Mind? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Actually, it'd be fun to have you. I think you'd mix well with the crowd Thank there. You. You know? Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing I want to talk about today a little bit. You know, if you guys have anything else added in, but okay. <coughs> I two weeks ago we were supposed to have an episode last week. I was going to bring this up, but we didn't. But two weeks ago I had this thing that I became really, really obsessed Diarrhea. with. Oh. Obsessed with. Okay. You get obsessed with diarrhea. I have not had diarrhea in like 15 years, dude. I'm I'm good. That's good to know. Yeah. It's a very specific. God, what, did I what, just a, what a great that? achievement for you, dude. I can't believe I just said that. Like, that's a Wait, weird. Why? Why? It's a thing to be proud of. It's not I like you're guess. like I've had diarrhea for 15 my, years. My intestines have been functioning. I have top a, performance. Yeah, you're just basically ladies. <laughs> so. Two weeks ago, I've been obsessed with this one thing, right? And the, uh, the thing is this. I, I, was at, I was at my internship. My internship's at this radio station. And I turned to my station manager, and I said to oh, him. Oh, God. You remember this, yeah. So I said to him, I said, hey, Stephen, how long has the beat dropped? And oh, when did the beat first drop? Because oh, seriously, when you think about it, when did it first happen? <laughs> when did the beat first drop? That you know that moment. Okay, for anybody on Facebook like me who's not with it and uh, doesn't know, I'm talking about that moment where the the music's getting hype, the music's getting hype, and then suddenly it drops, and then you hear like a bass voice go like, and the wiffle ball goes, and then it's just like you know it boots. Yeah. Then the beat drops. And the beat drops. Yeah. So you're really not with it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I actually did my research and I found out when the beat dropped. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So the the beat first dropped in 1992 in a nightclub in London called Tom Sawyer Tuesdays, right? Um, the the DJ I forgot his name though. He, there was a specific, they know the DJ who did this, right? So here's the thing: you have to imagine the people in that club, right? They're dancing, they're having a good time. They're probably on something, so they're just they're just seeing lights everywhere. Everywhere it's lights. They're just having a good time, right? Yeah. Suddenly, this DJ does something nobody's ever done before. He drops the beat, and so, I mean, can you, dude? Their brains exploded. They, the people yeah. are probably dead. Every single person in that club <laughs> is probably dead because all they saw was light and the floor collapsing beneath them. Like they just like they don't know what was happening. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> That, that was the first time the beat dropped, and the world was never the same. And what, now, was, what was the club called? Tom Sawyer Tuesdays. <laughs> what nice. a stupid club. <laughs> well, it's, it's British, so it's probably cool over there. And we uh, just don't know it. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to add, though, is I believe that the beat dropping actually changed human... Like we, It changed the way we think about things. And now music, if music can't have a beat drop... It's it can't achieve a higher level of quality. You know what I mean? Like for example, like alternative rock and roll. For example, you know why alternative rock and roll is not played on the radio as much these days? 
It's because the beat can't drop, man. It's because it <laughs> is it not played on the radio? Not as much. KCRW, man. Yeah, there's no. like come on, tons come on. There's Top tons. forty country Guys. has never had a beat drop ever Top in the history of country. There's plenty 40. of country stations. That's why nobody listens to country. <laughs> Guys, That's, I mean, country sucks. Everybody but knows yeah. that I'm saying. the radio is dead. Pandora is the future. The only radio that matters is Top Forty <laughs> because it's a ranking system. Everybody cool. knows this. So, by the way, drunk Noosh is I'm, really into the beat drop. I'm, He's really into. By the way, I'm I'm just gonna add also though that I I literally know nothing about music. I I don't know much about music. Dude, you <laughs> you li- know so little I, about music that all you listen to is soundtracks. I listen to the Home Alone soundtrack often. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he listens to driving yeah. to school yeah. and work. What? Yeah. yeah. I, I I rock out to that a lot. So, oh, do you guys man. have anything to add or what's what's going on with you guys? Uh, we just. Mm-hmm. You're a bad friend. <clears throat> Why? Because all this time that we've been here, oh, yeah. Yeah. you've never told me I did. that Not there's that, a freaking yeah. bar like right there. There's a bar. <laughs> there's a bar 30 feet yeah. from the station. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Actually, Not we should probably mention, <laughs> this is really important. Cynthia, we'll, we'll do introductions later, but Cynthia is... we brought her on the show before she is like the grandmother of the show i hope that's not like offensive but she's the grandmother of this show <laughs> she's like her, i love it it's without cool. without her there is no show me and ryan are the fathers of the show uh, courtney's a yeah. cool aunt so <laughs> hey. she's the grandmother though yeah, yeah. okay who's the mother is there a mother um, there's no, no, no. We're, this, we're, this show's adopted listen oh. yeah we're it's 21st century man this is 21st exactly. century you have two fathers for a tv you know it's podcast. legal yeah we're a progressive show yes yeah. yes definitely <laughs> hold my hand honey yeah. oh god <laughs> <laughs> you know how Noosh is really out of the loop? He doesn't know what TFTI means. I, I didn't. I actually had to I, ask I her. She explained it to him. Actually, I consistently forget what SMH means. Like, I'm like, what does SMH mean? <laughs> I always think it means shut my hole. I don't so know why. On that, <laughs> shut on that, my sister, for the longest time, she didn't know what SMH means. And she just shut thought it meant, she thought it just meant smith. Wow. <laughs> just smith. Well, That's a good one. That That's is a good kind one. of smith. Like a shrug? Yeah. yeah. Let the me see. I'm going gonna, gonna to quiz you real quick. Okay. What's, um okay, TFTI at... Uh, Wait, I have to say I'm with him on that. I don't know what TFTI means. Thanks for the invite. Oh. How about LOL? You know what LOL. Yeah, of course. LOL is is transcended a definition. Now it it is what it is. How about LMFAO? Yeah, I know that one. What is it? What is it? Laughing my fat ass off. What? How many Fs do you have in It's just laughing my ass off. Wait, LMFAO? You said LMFAO. My freaking fucking... I don't know. I don't know. Who's who's fat? Why are you saying laughing? I I, I always thought it was fat. How about how about FOMO? Do you know? Oh, it's a fear of missing out. Yeah. Okay. All right. I taught him that. I taught Ryan that one. Yeah. Did you? I did. You. You're like what? What? Just make that up? And I was like, no, man, it's a thing. Oh, I don't remember. How (laughs) about T F Y M? T F Y M. Thanks for wait. With T F Y T M. T F Y M. T-F-Y-M. Thanks for oh, your mom. Oh, W. Something there, too. <laughs> you can't just, like, add letters it's while, I'm thinking while about he's it. trying I just, to... I just, I thanks just, for you, your white mom. It's uh, um, <laughs> the face you make when... Uh, yeah, I was like, what or the that hell face is win it? or whatever that. What's sweet? Yeah, that I love how language has just when, turned into acronyms. That moment when. Oh, I mean, actually, when. we're gonna have a topic on this conversation at some point. But I mean, there's they say that the internet and the way internet language has evolved, the abbreviation actually mirrors the uh, evolution of the telegram. Like the telegram and the internet actually have a lot of similarities in terms of how the language has evolved as a result of these, uh, you know, inventions. Basically, yeah. have you heard of? Uh, bone apple tea. 
Bon Appetit. Bon Apple Tea. Bon Apple Tea? No, not Bon Appetit. No. Bon apple tea. Bon apple tea. No, <laughs> no it's, it's like bon appetit. I cannot say I've had the privilege. Is, it, I, is I that don't... just like someone really butchered bon appetit? Yeah, just and somebody. And now everyone just like thinks that's thing. how you, yeah. Jesus Christ. It's like a thing. I'm uh, really glad to be in California. And there's um, <laughs> all, Olive We're Garden. We're so educated and. Well, I don't want to say educated. <laughs> what is it? Olive we, Garden. Yeah. Oh, Olive Garden. Yeah, Olive Garden. Oh my God. <laughs> somebody posted a picture and, and then they're like, you know, at Olive Garden. And like, about to enjoy my Olive Garden. And, oh my God. Yeah, it's. <laughs> And, and, and now people have made it a thing that they kind of like. You, you know what? Know. Actually, I've been saying this for a while. Is I think, at least for me anyway, mm-hmm. I'll like ironically say stuff. Like for a while, I never said bro because I thought it was stupid. I said it bro then, all the time. And then and then and then I started saying it as like a joke. Yeah. Same thing with like it's lit or like savage. Yeah. Oh, I would just say that stuff as a joke, and now it's like it, I say it all the fucking time <laughs> as part of my vocabulary. Dude, during that time where I went through a period where I was saying bro all the time, like I was like... Didn't you also try to bring boss back? Wasn't that a thing? Boss. Yeah, I tried to bring boss back. Yeah. yeah, 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 I did. I did. Also, I've been lately I've been trying to bring back a new thing. Uh, basically, instead of saying cool, you say... That's gold hat, cool cat. Oh my god! No, I'm trying no, to make that happen. That's not. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh okay, man. Okay. Well, like the the Great Gatsby or something. Old yeah, sport. Kind of old, old sport. sport. <laughs> no. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get this thing going. Okay. Alrighty. All right. Here we go. Get ready. I'm not even gonna try. I'm not. You know what? I, I was gonna try. Like I, off the top, here's the thing. You were gonna try to make a fake name for the show. Yeah. Sometimes I do this thing. I, you might have seen it, where I will be saying like random words, like just just kind of making bullshit banter. But in my mind, I'm like frantically thinking of like yeah. a really good. I'm doing that right now. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, to you're good, stalling. I'm what stalling. You're doing. Right. Are, that's the term uh, for what you're doing. I got. I don't have a fake name for the show. One. Well, welcome to the one glass of water. Welcome to <laughs> that. Thank you, Ryan, yeah, for your half-assed attempt. I tried. To help the, wine yeah, not, not really. uh, the wine cooler. The wine cooler. Hey. Oh, dude, the creativity of Cynthia is like, like it's it's impressive. Like you just you, you do well. You know? <laughs> I, actually, I was complimenting her on the fact that like she's so comfortable on this show. I mean, well, she's done a radio show herself, so yeah, right. Makes sense. Anyway, welcome to another edition of the Wine Cooler. <laughs> I'm your host, Anush Kumar Singha, and your other host, good. Who's drunk? Yes. You're drunk off of... Well, I'm not drunk. I'm just... Off of one... <laughs> you should be. Listen... We had the, the opportunity to the be... The funny thing was we went to the bar, and we... Ryan offered to get me something, so he was, like, you know, talking to the... the yeah, person. so I was yeah. like, let me get whatever IPA yeah. you have on tap, and this guy was she like, asked. oh, I need wine. She I don't asked. drink beer. So yeah. she's like, okay, well, what wine do you want? <laughs> and he's like, the cheapest wine, Listen. the cheapest red wine you have. Here's the thing. That girl, when she heard me say that, like, basically, she had a psychological profile. She could join the FBI at this point. Like, she had a psych report on exactly who I she was. She knows the kind of person you are. As soon as I said that, yeah. Also then, and then she she, she was like, well, it's uh, it's like barefoot 
Merlot, is that okay? Like, that's such shitty wine that she had to ask him still. Like, are you, she are you sure. sure that's and I, okay? And You're I drinking didn't know like, any better. I didn't know just like, of course. I was like, that's great. Awesome. It was cheap. <laughs> it, it was, was cheap. cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ryan. I'm Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and? I'm Courtney. <laughs> Man, you guys never say your last names or like, you know. Rajan. Like, Ra- there you go. Ra- yeah, that is, how, that is how you say her name. Yeah, yeah. It did is you how almost I say my try name. to correct her? On <laughs> did. did you just assume her gender? Were you going to say Rahan? <laughs> no, I was saying no, okay. Raja. No, no, I'll say uh, Rajan. No, there's yeah. no Zha. It's just Jin. Rajan. Rajan. The way I always say, it, just like think of Ra, like Ra Ra, and Jin, like, like to drink. Like drink. drink. Yeah, Rajan. Yeah. And uh, our guest for today is Cynthia. Hello, everybody. This is Cynthia Gomez Reyes, uh, hailing from. Toluca, Mexico, the first of her name, Queen of the Andals. Former host of, <laughs> former host of Life of Sin. That's right. Top rated show on KDHR. K- yep. KCRW. Nice. What yeah. the hell? I wish. <laughs> hello. Hello. All right. All right. So uh, basically breaking down what Shot. we are. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> on this show, whenever I Every say, time he says yeah. basically, basically people are supposed to take a shot. It's a shot. Yeah. We're trying to kill people. Yeah. Man. Pretty much. Oh, I yeah. say it a lot. Okay, so don't operate them. heavy machinery while yeah. listening to this show. <laughs> don't stand up, period. <laughs> I mean, I mean, a lot of people take the, the more extreme advice and just not listen to this show. That's, so, yeah. Yeah. You know. If you want to not die, yeah. there's, there's always that. <laughs> so in line with the theme for today's episode... Right. Um, I'm gonna for the game, right? So if we were all dating apps, <laughs> oh, I have one for you too. Oh, if we were man. all dating apps, Ryan, easy, you'd be Tinder, <laughs> without a doubt in my mind. What? Okay, but what's the reasoning though? Like, you what? know the reasoning. No, I don't. I'm asking you. Well, he it's might know, but we don't fire. know. Because I'm on fire. Yeah, because Ryan's on fire. With Ryan, the ladies. Ryan, Ryan, I'm listen. Ryan oh, is the guy. No, no. Ryan, listen, there's, if there's one thing I know about Ryan, he's not shallow. He is a deep person. He has morals more than I do. He's more ethical than I do. Yeah. yeah. Stop it. Yeah. No, stop it. So, oh, so uh, no, I mean, because Ryan is the guy who has an obscene amount of matches, like obscene, where most guys are like, like oh, I have X number of matches. And Ryan's just like, I have x to the fifth power of match <laughs> like he has an extreme amount of match so many that sometimes the matches get lost in his you know sure anyway i uh i'm not on tinder anymore by the way so you're, not, you're officially off tinder now i am actually I, i've been for a while you know if this was the past this would be the moment where you're like noosh i'm gonna give you my black book here's all my numbers here's all the numbers do you I've ever want collected. do you weirdly want all the matches i don't know how that's gonna work for you i don't think you can transfer you can (laughs) you can just go talk to these girls and then when you meet them just be like oh i I got a tan if you give me if you give me access to your tinder i can just message them and let them know hey by the way i'm not this person (laughs) catfish but i'm like openly admitting to the catfish i'm like listen you're being catfish but would you like to get a drink take a chance (laughs) take a chance well this guy was honest fuck it i'm really banging on that girl <laughs> so um, um you know what man you, you here's the thing by the way that's why tinder is actually behind compared to the other apps because other apps have the ability to pass along matches like oh i got this match but you know what i think Courtney, you can do that on tinder you can be like send to a friend oh, or can something you? Then can? The- no 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 it's not it's not matches though you just oh. see a person and you're like oh, oh this person would like uh, her oh. well that doesn't mean you match with them right right well 
Noosh, listen, man. If you want to date girls, you have to put in the work to date girls. You can't just have someone else throw people (laughs) at you and you just be like, oh, thanks. I don't want to do anything. Thanks. Just like land on my penis area. Uh, well you know i'm I'm, I'm very busy i don't have the time to do the work you do i mean for ryan it's like it was a full-time job at one point what work (laughs) you you just talk to people if you want to talk to them that is work okay so all right ryan's tinder clearly this conversation has shown that (laughs) so uh courtney you are coffee meets bagel have, okay. you, have you heard of? Are you familiar? With I am familiar with You're it. Told, you know why? Also, by the way, Coffee Meets Bagel, though, they mm-hmm. say it's a really progressive sort of dating app only because it generally caters to the 25-34 crowd. People who are, because basically it's one of those things where the matches are based on activities. There's like an activity element mm-hmm. involved in that. Yeah. So, and also the girls are, like, they actually do this really good job of catering to both types of focus because they know that guys focus on quantity mm-hmm. girls focus on quality so yeah they as the- as uh, demonstrated by your obsession with the number of matches i had <laughs> right actually you know what's funny as i was talking to courtney on the way down here yeah i was just thinking about <laughs> i was like yeah i had like a lot of matches but and she i told her the number mm-hmm. or like the rough idea and she was like geez and i was like well no listen like of those matches i talked to right maybe 80 yeah. percent and then i actually went out with like 10 like they, yeah, like yeah. not even twenty five percent. The matching is the easy part. Beyond that, it's I got to do a sit on what? toilet and swipe right. Well, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It's easy for a girl to say that, and it's easy for Ryan to say that. Matching is not easy. Really? It, <laughs> it is not easy. But then again, I've been told though by your Ryan, profile's not my, prof- yeah. my profile's not great. I guess oh. so. I gotta work on that. I guess. Yeah. Anyway. So but, what was the reasoning behind why? No, I'm, because I'm, Coffee Meets Bagel apparently is like really like smart in how it focuses on dating. Okay. It allows the guys to just quantify, just basically just like as many girls as you yeah. want. Um, and the girls to get like, cer- like, well, everybody gets a certain number of picks. Yeah. So it allows you, instead of like having like 50 people to like swipe on or whatever, it gives you one per day. And you're like, hmm, do I really like this person? Like, it allows you to think about yeah. that person. <laughs> so it kind of gives you the best of both worlds. So, okay. and I felt like the whole scientific approach, the kind of more effective approach, it, it's a very Courtney thing. Okay. You know? By the way, I was initially going with Match.com, but I did my research and I found out Match is actually not as effective as they claim to be. You put a lot of yeah, research you, in I all did. these dating. You, really you know a lot about, about these about dating sites. I do. I really do. Uh, Cynthia, I, for you, I went with Bumble. And the I reason, knew it. Yeah. I fucking knew it. I, 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 the only reason why though is because you are like a proud, strong feminist. Thank and you. And Bumble is like the yep. women have the control dating app jb told me actually that the uh Justin the Bieber? girl oh no our friend our friend <laughs> jb uh that the girl who made bumble or started bumble used to work for tinder and she was like this is pretty shitty for women so she was like fuck this and she went and made her own thing nice bumble actually by the yeah. way speaking of uh uh coffee meets bagel the creator of coffee we weren't meets talking bagel? about that anymore well, but okay. <laughs> But the, the creator of that actually met her current boyfriend through her own app. She made her app. Nice. <laughs> nice. Like, yeah. So then that's that's you. Um, and you are. For me, I thought this was really a pro- I don't know. For me, I just thought it was really funny. So Pornhub. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Christian Mingle. No. Oh, God. Farmer's <laughs> only. But- <laughs> oh, my God. You beat me to it. <laughs> um, I went with Zeus. Only because oh, okay. no one is getting messages, no one wants <laughs> oh, to pay, and no nice. one's getting laid. <laughs> uh, That's Zeus. <laughs> That's kind of sad. 
<laughs> I'm laughing about it. <laughs> He's crying. You guys should see him. He's crying. Yeah, if you could, if you could see him, if we eternal. still had Facebook Live, we can bring it back up. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. If I was in high school, I'd be getting all the babes because in high school, the whole thing is all about not caring. You know, so yeah. like I've got that down to science. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, congrats. <laughs> I guess. Help me with my profile. <laughs> yeah, I will. I guess. Now Just... you've been saying that for a year. You never. Tell I gave me, you my like, password. I'm not going to log into your... T- just give me your damn phone. Like, <laughs> okay, why am I going to well. go through all this thing? Especially now that I don't have it. I'm going to, like, download yeah. it. Well, we lo- was it, lo- log in was it last you. time that you gave a special advice for um, about oh, dick, dick pics? Dick so maybe you can give some advice of yeah. what, what are some key things oh, that guys can do. So I love the look for... on Cynthia's face, by the way. Like, <laughs> oh, she yeah. Like, she didn't hear about okay, that. Okay, I'm going to abbreviate. There was a whole conversation, but abbreviate. It's, it's like this, Cynthia. Um, okay. By the, the way, rules yeah, of dick pics. There's the, the, the a rule. Dick, the guy's rule. Etiquette rules. of dick pics. Wasn't yeah. that our book title? It, it, it's yeah. dick, pic dick, pic dick pic etiquette. Dick pic etiquette. This for guys. By the way, this is only if the girl wants it. Never unsolicited. Never. Never unsolicited. That was one of the rules. Yeah, that's one of the rules. That's rule number one. That's rule number one. Two, three, four, and you. A picture of the upper area, you compliment her and you thank her, and that's it. You don't do anything else. However, if she sends two pictures of the upper area, you immediately respond with a dick pic. <laughs> and but but there's a caveat to that, which is if the girl sends a picture of the lower area, immediately respond with a dick pic. Immediately. Would you agree with those? Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah because it's, then that's like a compliment. It's, you know? it's common like, courtesy. Got me hard, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. definitely. Yeah. Please be hard when you send. The yes, picture. do not send like a slug looking. Oh, I mean, just <laughs> nope. All sad and flaccid. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's why it's always important to have a gallery at all times <laughs> prepared. So, well, yeah, anyway. the other thing we learned about Noosh is that he has one in his phone at all always, times. At all just, times. Always just ready in case. to go. <laughs> Anytime, anywhere. Don't go, I've seen it on accident. Yeah. Don't go through his... On, a, on accident, quote-unquote. It wasn't his fault. It, it, his ex swiped on it. She was He was, like, showing phone. someone a picture, and of, she, like, yeah, looked no, through his shit. And yeah. So, anyway. But it's fine. I mean, we're close. We're like that. It's, that's fine. You know? Okay. I mean, it hasn't gone the other way, but I don't mind that part, I guess. <laughs> uh, on that topic, which is related, our topic for today is romance. Yeah. Woo. So, but this was supposed to be, by the way, the topic is supposed to be Valentine's for Valentine's Day, our second official holiday, holiday episode. Thing. That we didn't do. We didn't get to do. There's some circumstances, but we're moving into romance today. Okay. So, today's it, topic it is yeah. romantic. Exactly. So, starting off, Courtney, what do you, what do you got for us? So um, there's a couple different stories I'm going to share, but the theme of it is is people who have relationships with non-human objects. Okay. Um, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, so there is a uh, term for it. It's called, or there's several terms, but one is called objectophile. So it means that people are. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> it sounds like a good thing. Like, oh, I'm d- really objective, but it's not. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're... Well, it's just hitting the nail on the head. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. exactly what it sounds it's like. Exactly. I'm sexually attracted to things. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there's one, I mean, I don't, I, I, just, I mean, all power to them, I guess, but I've never gone to, like, say, uh, National Mommy, like, oh, my God, this thing gets me so, oh, my God, I have to be with it. You know, so the first couple of stories I had, there was one person. The Washington Monument, like, yeah, really <laughs> <guessing>. <laughs> exactly. So, um, in 2007, um, so big. <laughs> oh man, Erica led to her Eiffel. Any guesses of what she was attracted to? The Eiffel. 
Eiffel Tower? Yep. She's married to the she Eiffel Tower? She married the Eiffel Tower in huh. 2007. Oh, oh, that's why it's Eiffel. Does she get jealous oh. of all those people who are climbing on, uh, maybe, rubbing but, on, touching you know, she, on? She put a ring on it, so, you know. <laughs> Where? <laughs> Where? <laughs> the oh, other man. one that I thought, I mean, I didn't really have too much on that because I didn't go too much into it, but the other person is Aisha Rita Berliner Maurer. Any guesses what who she married? Like Maurer? A, like a car or something <laughs> so aja rita berliner mar berlin the city of berlin was she it the married? berlin wall, the wall? ding ding oh, ding right oh it. she must be the berlin wall really broken she up right now is uh 50 <laughs> well, it's funny <laughs> to say that uh she's 54 now but she um started liking when she first saw the berlin wall on tv and so she started falling she fell in love with it then and so she started collecting his quote quote unquote his pictures and would save up money to go. And by the time uh, she, on her seventh visit, she decided to marry the Berlin Wall in front Ooh, of a, fast, a small group of seven people. Seven visits? Seven yeah. visits. She married. You don't get married on the seventh um, date. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her uh, surname actually means Berlin Wall. I mean, did she even meet the parents? The Great Wall and the fence on <laughs> the old, old man Johnson's house? <laughs> well, yeah, she just, she just went with what she felt. Um, and she, yeah, when the, at the end of the Cold War, when the wall got torn down, she actually is quoted as saying that, you know, she was sad because they left her husband mutilated. You know, she was very sad that her husband was, you know, was just taken down. Um, she did say that she did feel some attraction for the Great Wall of China, but, um, you know, he's too thick. He's too thick. Her husband is sexier. Hold on. Hold on. Did you, did she really say that? He's too thick. (laughs) Too thick. Uh, this is an actual quote. I find long, <laughs> slim things with horizontal lines very sexy. So, well, I mean, as long as you know what you want. You yeah, know? exactly. I mean, so, there's man. a market for everybody. By the way, I would have loved it if she said, like, nah, the Great Wall is too old for me. It gets no, older than my just, father. It's just too thick. It was, it was too thick. So, you know. <laughs> that's, oh, man. I was going to say that's what she said, but that's literally what she Which said. That's literally yeah. what she said. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's too thick. Um, you know, you know, girth is not a problem for her. So it is a problem. It is a problem for her. It is a problem. Yeah. It, is a problem. it is a problem. Sorry, yeah. yes. I stand corrected. Yeah, uh, <laughs> girth is the problem so. for her. <laughs> Wait, the, what is she gonna do now that you know he's, well, he's um, got his physical? Did, yeah. she, did so, she keep like ailments? Parts? She, I don't know, but she. I did see in one article oh, that she man, does have. Um, she still does have like um, models of the Berlin okay. Wall, just to I guess, but. Um, I don't know Do if this is true or if this is just the author being sarcastic. <laughs> Do I guess? Hey. <laughs> Good for you, girl. Um, I don't I know if, she's, if the author is being sarcastic with this line, but um, in 2008, the, it says that uh, her affection was beginning to shift towards a nearby garden fence. <laughs> so. I mean, next best thing. <laughs> I mean, listen, I mean, the you trade up sometimes, you know, it's a yeah. new fence. Or trade White. down in this case. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I mean going she, from the Berlin Wall to a garden fence. Guys, Come she settled. On. Yeah, but, but it's something you can't go from the but Berlin listen, Wall guys, to a fence. Guys, the fence is always around. It's there for you. It protects you. The Berlin Wall is so far away. It's a long distance relationship. The, friend, yeah. the fence is just that friend who's like it's always been, been, it's been, always been yeah. trying <laughs> to get at her. Like a friend zoned, and then yeah. they, they saw a chance and they like yeah. 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 the DMs. The girl, I'm so sorry about the Berlin Wall. Like, I can't believe this happened. Like, I'm there for you, whatever you need. Paint me. Uh, oh, man. Paint me. <laughs> <laughs> um, another uh, thing that falls under objectophiles is this thing called mechanophilia, which means that you're... Um, you want to bang cars. Cars. Any oh. vehicles, you know, bikes, oh. cars, planes. So there's one guy, Ed Smith, 
who Please. has claimed to have had relationships with over a thousand cars. And we're talking, damn, we're talking player. relationships. Relationships oh, wow. in the biblical sense. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yes. Yeah. Oh. He is currently 63. Um, he has had relationships with a thousand sex partners. Only one of them have actually been human. So the other oh. 999 have been cars. By the way, for a second, I thought you were saying only one of them was willing. And I was like, really? <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, also, he has had a relationship with a helicopter. He had a quickie with a copter that was used in a TV show called oh, Airwolf. Hang on, hang on, quickie. hang on, hang on. <clears throat> yes. Are any of these vehicles, like, public transportation did he fuck um, up busters? Because people have to sit on that, and that's well, not cool, I don't think cool, so. I think it's just, Whoa. it's mainly been cars. Hold on, hold on. Personal cars. vehicles he's yeah. owned. The only way yeah. I can imagine him Or is he, like, doing... going around in the street just, like, to people's no, cars, no, parallel parks? No, I don't think so. No, I think, no I'm I think pretty sure, cars. though. No, he's so owned he more has... than a thousand cars. Yeah, you're well, telling me he's owned no. Maybe he rents a lot of cars. That's the same. Guys. I rent cars. Guys, hold on. Gross. The way you imagined it might not be the way I'm, I imagined it because when I imagined it, he's using some kind of a orifice on the car. Yeah. yeah. So why would people matter? People aren't going in the gas. You don't know what he's putting nozzle. his dick in. I mean, like, <laughs> there's cup holders. There's oh, fucking I guess so. little change I mean, cubbies, I, ashtrays. Uh, I don't know what he's working with. I, I really just assumed he was going straight for the, the, the gas, gas tank, tank. Or the, yeah. the tailpipe. Ta- tailpipe oh. Oh, from, <laughs> behind. from behind from behind exactly i was i was imagining oh i didn't even God. think of the gas tank but yeah i thought the gas I thought, tank that's... i thought of the tailpipe i just thought <laughs> of you know like the though? cushions or something oh. I can, <laughs> I yeah cushions i can't imagine what's gonna that's got to be bad for your car just semen in your gas tank well i mean also it's kind of bad for you getting all that gasoline on your dick yeah, yeah. i'm like how is that like his skin's all does that not yeah. like burn yeah i kind of feel like it would just really burn like for a long time no maybe, you gotta go test it out maybe that's <laughs> <laughs> take one for the team and nah, like, nah, I mean, no, i'll get you another glass of wine me and my car aren't that close we're we're friends though we're good friends well i i i I guess a lot of people do this way. They name their cars. Do you guys have, you guys oh, have names for your cars? I yeah. have. God, I've yes. had names for what's both the, my cars. What's, what's your name? Ryan, should you start? Then I'll start with me. Go to me. Yeah. Uh, my first car was... Uh, rest in peace. Yeah, bless him. Uh, Zoidberg. Yeah. Dr. Zoidberg. Dr. Zoidberg. Okay. He had his degree. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I had the privilege yeah, of... Cause educated. I mean, you, you got rid of Zoidberg pretty soon after we met. So, I mean, I only rode in that car like twice, yeah. I think. He was yeah. he was on his way out yeah. already. But to now. tell him how it happened, because it's a great story. All right, so uh, <laughs> I I put I, I bought this car from this like Japanese guy. It was his sister's car. It was like this white Acura Integra, and he's he's like dying right <laughs> I know. now. I know, I know how um, it ends. I put thousands of dollars into it. I mean, my first job was. Yeah. Solely to like get money. I mean, he for was a car. young nineteen you know, yeah. year old guy. Not even nineteen like, then. Not even. I got I got the car when I was like fifteen okay. or sixteen. I had money from extracurricular things I was doing. But yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. so I bought the car. I uh, I put like all this Listen, money for in the like record, rims. Ryan was not blowing people in an alley. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was selling drugs. I was selling drugs. Whatever. I was selling drugs. So I uh, I like. Did a paint job. I got like the taillights smoked. I got rims. I did all like, this whole thing. I, I was actually sponsored. I used to do like sound system competitions, which people might not know is a thing. But yeah. I got sponsored. I had like this custom built false floor thing. It was I put like nice. thousands of dollars yeah. into this car. Uh, then I got broken into. Then I got broken into again. Then I got broken into again. It got to a point where Jeez. I actually put I put a, a sign in my window that said, "There's nothing left to." Sp- to steal please stop breaking my <laughs> oh, windows man. 
Uh, so then they just stole the whole car. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Dude, I love that. There was nothing left to steal. Right, we'll just take the we'll whole take thing. take the car. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, like, walked out of my apartment and, uh, well, my dad's apartment, and, like, I go to where I parked my car. I was going to work, and I was like, where's my car? And there was a police officer there, like, a cop yeah. car, talking to yeah. some neighbor, and I was like, what the fuck? And I just, like, looked around all confused. And I didn't, I mean, it's a weird feeling. Yeah. Not knowing where your Dude, car is my car? so all i did is i just i just walked back in my house like i didn't, <laughs> I didn't know what else to do and then i came back out again like well i mean like i'm not gonna find it in here obviously yeah. so i went back outside and uh the cop she like called me over and she's like hey are you looking for your car i was like oh man yeah how'd you know and uh, still i haven't it hasn't like hit me that somebody stole it yeah and she's like you're was, never ready for that you're yeah she's ready. like uh was it an accurate integra and i was like oh my god yeah she's like well I'm asking because someone left this one here. There's, like, another Integra there, a shitty one. And she's like, and what typically happens is, like, when they're driving around, they'll see one they like more, and so they'll just, like, ditch the one they're driving, and they'll take huh. yours. And this one, was, this one was reported stolen. I'm assuming yours was stolen. I was like, oh, cool. Great. <laughs> so months go by. I get another truck, which is a whole story in itself, yeah. which also had a name. Its name is JPEG. Bless him. Um, <laughs> He's currently He's, getting surgery. Yeah. Oh, that's your current one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so anyway, I, I moved on. I grieved and I moved on. I got a new car. And uh, months later, they, the police call me and they're just like, hey, uh, we found your car. And I'm just kind of like, well, I mean, I'm, I can't, I don't want it anymore. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Like, well, it's $300 a day to keep it here. So come get it. So I go down there. They had found it on... <laughs> they had found this is his favorite part uh, they had found it on Mulholland Drive uh, with a homeless person living in it <gasps> oh man he'd been living in there for a while um, dude it's been months yeah. that was his home yeah <laughs> Aww. yeah uh, they, they stole really weird things out of it now actually you know what him being homeless I kind of get what they stole he stole the rear view mirror so he has a mirror now yeah uh, they also stole I had, like, custom gauges that I could, like, change the colors on, like, the speedometer and stuff. He, he, they didn't take that. They took the glass in front of that for whatever <laughs> reason. Uh, he left a bottle of cologne and some chicken nuggets in there. Uh, so I drove it back to my house, and I just I had it for wait, wait, a while. Didn't you tell me it smelled like shit, dude? Well, yeah, it smelled like shit. It was... He lived in there. It was also his bathroom. <laughs> and, you know, it was... Oh, no. It was awful. I... I, and, and it was it was equal parts. I feel like I'm sitting. I feel like I've been raped sitting in this car again. Like I don't know. It was weird. Like I did. Yeah. Someone else has yeah. been in my car. I don't like it. Yeah, it's a weird feeling. And then also it smelled like someone had really been in my car. <laughs> oh and, man. Uh, yeah. So I, I had it for a little while. Then uh, my cousin needed a car, so I gave it to him, and he drove it literally till it died. Like it exploded. He killed it. It's, I don't know where he is. He's R.I.P. Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. So, I've had a few cars in my life. Many have had names. Most of them have been given names by other people. Okay. Yeah. My very, very first car was a white Ford Bronco. Which, that, yeah. It was the OJ car. It was, it was, exactly. it was the OJ car. And my friend decided to They were to really named, chasing you. <laughs> it, it should have been named after, like, a Western type of a theme. Yeah. And so he told me, oh, you should call it Tracy Morgan. Uh, and he said, it's a sheriff in this movie. And I was like, all right. So I named it Sher Tracy Morgan. But then a few months later, we found out the movie he's referencing, the character is called Swifty Morgan, and Tracy Morgan is the... It's Tracy Morgan. It's Tracy Morgan, the actor. Yeah. So I have a white Ford Bronco called Tracy, Tracy Morgan. Morgan. Nice. Uh, I've had some other cars whose 
changed or not as interesting. I had a uh, Kia, a gold. Oh, good old <laughs> grandpa champagne Kia. <laughs> a champagne colored Kia Rio called the Fantastic Car. And uh, my current car is a uh, blue Honda Civic Hybrid called the Absolution. That's the it's, first one you named yourself. I named it myself, it? yeah. And I mean, specifically, it's because, you know, the old Cartoon Network cartoon block of shows is called Toonami. The spaceship on mm. that show is called The Absolution, okay. named after. I, I mean, my license plate says Toonami. So nice. You're such a geek. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> yes. I mean, that, that car has been good to me. It's been, it's been really yeah, good. Yeah, man. It's... I mean, I remember back when, because Ryan's car just got stolen, and I just got that car soon after. And when we were driving in it the first time, when I was giving you rides because you had no car, you were yeah. like, we were driving at night, and you're like, oh, man, it's like I'm in a spaceship in here. And I was like, yeah, that's why I call it the absolution. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to you. Okay, well, uh, well, did you have you named your car? Uh, well, my current car is Anubis. Anubis? Yeah, it's black, and bluish black, like uh, the what Egyptian god. Yeah. What is it? It's an Acura TL, okay. 2004. Nice. TLs are nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I named it myself. And that's the only car I've had, so yeah, yeah, that works. Yeah, I'm gonna drive it till it dies, hopefully. That's that's how. Yeah, you, that's or until I get yeah. a good job, a better job, yeah. whichever comes first. Yeah, whichever. <laughs> well, back to Mr. Smith over here. Um, so he is no longer just you know hopping around from car to car. He has he's, in a he's committed himself to yeah. a Volkswagen Beetle named Vanilla that he purchased thirty years a what? ago. Vanilla. It's a, a VW Bug. Oh. He likes curves. Um, yeah. So this is a quote. Um, when I hold vanilla in my arms, there's a powerful energy that comes from her in response to that. Jesus. So Christ. that is it. But he's he does still have flings every once in a while. Uh, he, he cheats on vanilla. He does cheat on vanilla <laughs> with a uh, with two with two that he goes with um, a '73 Opal GT named Cinnamon. So aptly named. It's a stripper. Yep. And a '93 Ford Ranger called Splash. That he does have flings with every once in a while. Um, These names. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they sound like stripper yeah. names. <laughs> All three yeah. of them sound like stripper names. Yeah. Um, so there's probably two more I can... Yeah, we'll go with two more that I'll share with you guys. Okay. I think what I'll do is... Are these the ones earlier you were telling me? That you're like, how weird can I go with I'm this? I'm going to go... With, <laughs> and I'm I'm I was do... like, Courtney, please. <laughs> I mean, Courtney's the kind of... weirdest <laughs> yeah. that you possibly can. Yeah. So I think I'm going to go with the really weird, and it. I hopefully it won't bring down the tone, but we'll go with it. And then I'll, I'll end with a, a, a good one, I think. So this one is of a guy named Carl Tanzler, and he... Um, Oh, Carl. He was a radio- radiologist, <laughs> and he uh, a, a patient came in. Her name was Maria Elena Malagro de Hoyos. De Hoyos. Um, she came into a hospital in Florida in 1930, and she was being treated for tuberculosis. He, 1930? 1930. Okay. And so he um, just, like, I guess automatically fell in love with her, and so he really wanted to help her. He you was know, also 1930? Like he was, he was the one yeah. who did her. Okay. Yeah. He well, he was a radiologist. At I'm, the I'm only asking because for a minute I thought he saw some woman's X-rays and he's just like, I gotta fucking. <laughs> <laughs> no. Go on. Um. So try to do different treatments to help her. Like he really wanted. So he's doing all this while also trying to court her, and like he wanted to marry her while all this is going on. But um, unfortunately, in 1931, she she died. Um, she was 22 years old. Um, upon his. Um, insistence. His, fa- his her family put her in a mausoleum. Okay. That he wanted. I think you see where this is going. Okay. <laughs> Just the look on your face. Um. So he regularly visited the mausoleum, 
In April 1933, he decided to break into it and he stole her corpse and took it back to his place. (laughs) Carl. So over the next, um, uh, let's see, next seven years, he lived with her body as if she was alive. What he did was obviously the. the I mean, how do you even live with somebody as if they're alive? I mean, like Weekend and Bernie style, you know? Yeah, no, pretty much because because obviously the body is decomposing, so you're gonna get smells and things like that. Uh, So he um, he washed the body with disinfectants. He replaced the decayed flesh with gypsum plasta and wax covered in silk. He re he remade the limbs with wire. So oh my god! So she was opposable. Yep. He replaced her eyes with glass eyes. And then stuffed her body with rags to help keep the body keep shape. Okay? Um, and so... And all uh, the while, he was banging it. Yes, he was. Oh, man. It wasn't... So he was ar- he was found out. So the way he was found out was that shopkeepers noticed his, his constant uh, purchasing of perfumes and lingerie and things like that. And eventually... That was that was the thing? That's, that, what, that tipped, that's tip? what tipped them off. Like, and what's they, up with this dude always buying yeah. women's underwear? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And uh, eventually uh, her sister came to visit and she saw what... And so she called the police and he got arrested and everything like that. Um, but they didn't know that he was having biblical relations with her that didn't come till later <laughs> I, I love how you say biblical <laughs> yeah in the biblical well, sense the biblical, <laughs> we'll keep it like that um so they didn't know about that so he he did get um i don't think he had any jail time but so he they did just let they it go. really just were like come on carl come yeah, on man much, just put her back much. in the ground it, like, wasn't, let's stop. <laughs> it wasn't until um in the 70s or no in the 40s uh, later on I forget how they were worried about. Anyways, they were doing an autopsy and they saw that he had inserted a tube in her into her vagina, so he could have sex with her. Um, mm. So yeah, um, and they then, did an, an autopsy on her. Yeah, I guess just to see. I don't know what the they're just like of Carl. It. What did you do, man? Let's, <laughs> let's get in here and find out. So he was so of love. Dude, can you imagine the, the, the coroner like opening it up, finding rags, yeah, rags in the chest cavity? And wires and on the limbs. What a weird autopsy that would have been. Yeah. And a tube. It's it's basically like he's playing real life. What's that game? That Operation. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's no like. Only it's not funny. Yeah. It's <laughs> just it's gross. weird. It's... So um, I'll end, I'll end the story because they can see I kind of did bring it no, down no, no. maybe. It's, I don't know. But anyways, um, he was so obsessed with her that what yeah, when he got when he got back home, he created a wax uh, effigy of her, and he had like a they called it a death mask, so that was on it. So basically, he created a doll of her, and um, he he was found when he did die. He was found like still holding onto it. So uh, he he was obsessed with this chick. Wow. So um, oh man, that's, <clears throat> they need to make a movie about this shit, man. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to watch that. Yeah. yeah. I'd want to watch it. <laughs> so, um, okay, so the last one, which I, I wish I could have found more information, but there just really isn't anything. But um, around 44 years ago, this man named Uli Hopper, <laughs> and he's a German pop star by the name of Ramadama. Dude, this guy. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't even need to tell me the rest of this weird love thing he might have, but that 
Uli Hopper. Ramadama. I'm also going to. Star. I immediately. I'm like, he's Uli from. He's Uli from Marvado. Yeah. He, have we ever told the Uli? We milk? haven't told any oh of my Uli's God. milk. Or okay, hold on. Any stories Do me a favor. This is important. The very next episode, the the way we're gonna open that episode Uli's milk. is with Uli's milk. We okay. we have to tell the Uli's milk story. You just listen for it, Cynthia. Okay. <laughs> this is one of our favorite Ryan and Noosh stories. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah. Good old days. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go on. Well, uh, Ramadama. Uh, he apparently has a very uh, strong love for plants, and so oh, is he, it that guy? It is this guy. Sweet. So he traveled to <clears throat> Gretna Green, which is on the Scottish border. He, I don't mean this is just so weird. He traveled in a jaguar covered in astroturf. So like, huh? Yeah. What? Exactly. <laughs> I don't. Hey, I don't by know. The way, I don't I know. I still don't know what his obsession is, what his thing is. But this guy's got a lot of. He's got, <laughs> he's got false flags everywhere. Like, yeah, he's got some flags. A, lot of, a lot of red flags. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. So he did that. He bought Ramadama. <laughs> Ramadama. <laughs> Let me cover my car in astroturf. He uh, stopped at a fruit vendor and he purchased a pineapple for about eight pounds. That poor pineapple. And uh, he went know. to. Uh, yeah, he's yeah Gretna Green, uh, where he married the pineapple. Yeah, I knew those. With the uh, there's pictures of him. Yeah, there's pictures. With of him. His you can see a picture. His man, that might be wife. his his yeah. his wedding picture. I see it. His wedding so, seems happy. You know, it could be. Yeah. Um, and uh, the name of the pineapple is Tippy, and the <laughs> the person that married them, they you know, he was wearing a kilt and everything, and then they went back home to Munich where he lives, um, and he explained the relationship. So they would go out on dates. Her favorite thing, Tippy's favorite thing to do was to watch movies, especially earthquake movies, where when she got scared, she would uh, jump into his lap. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, listen, dude. hold on, because of the fact that a lot of this stuff is in the person's head, I mean, <laughs> objectophilia is a mental yeah. state. Yeah, right. They're putting I mean, their own... in their mind, maybe they really don't just see a pineapple. They see, yeah, like... No. You know, like something that you that's can, something he yeah yeah he had with. feelings for. Yeah. You know, they they would go out to and dinner. put your penis in. <laughs> I mean, the things oh, you rub have against for are often things you put well, your penis in. I mean, rub. Yeah, I was gonna not. say rub against the pineapples. pineapple. Jesus. Well, I, well, I mean, I don't think you could put it in there without destroying. Well, the you gotta you yeah. gotta you gotta like use a tool or something. Yeah, you to, gotta like, core out the core out the middle or something. I mean, you know what? By the way, remember that? What's that weird thing that? What is that thing that women are always saying? You know what? what? Maybe I'm talking to the wrong one. Dude, Cynthia's face. <laughs> yeah, she's like, it's that thing what are pineapple. women always saying, bro? It's that thing that women are always saying about pineapple and men who eat pineapple. You're talking oh, about how it makes like semen cum? taste better? Yeah. Basically, this guy doesn't have to worry about that. Like, he is always going to be pineapple. <laughs> I don't think, All the time. Yeah. I don't think fucking a pineapple makes your cum taste any different. No, though. I'm saying it won't matter, though. Oh, because she, 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 is is already, she is a pineapple. <laughs> or to any people who are yeah, objectifiles. It's true. They're never putting their penis in any other human's mouth. From what I can so. see, most of these people haven't really had relationships that are human. Because, like, the, the first chick I talked about, the one for the Berlin Wall, um, according to the article, I mean, she still remains a virgin, even though she says that she's had a full, you know, loving relationship with the Berlin well, Wall. Well, again, I guess that know. depends on what your definition of uh, virginity well, that's is. That's true, you know? yeah. Yeah, I mean, she, she probably fucked the shit out of the wall, but that doesn't... <laughs> That doesn't mean she like if if your if your definition of virginity losing your virginity is penetration of a penis into yeah. a vagina then obviously you know yeah yeah no it's it's all objective and if it's you know yeah. like not a penis and it's limestone then then it, does it still <laughs> I mean, count you should probably go see the doctor the lime <laughs> could actually give you like That's true. an illness pH so. unbalanced yeah. yeast <laughs> so. infection nope huh. uh, got an STD from a wall <laughs> dude that. 
I can imagine what you pick up from the wall. Dude. I mean, ugh. No, I know people yeah. spitting and peeing on it. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, to round out with this, so um, unfortunately, Tippy is no longer around, but he does, he still loves plants. So he has a plant sanctuary in Germany. And it has around uh, 300 plants. Please tell me it's like the tippy sanctuary for all plants. You know, I couldn't (laughs) find anything on this guy. Like, I even wanted to know, like, what were some of his songs? Like, I I found one YouTube clip where they just uploaded a song, and it it was pretty weird. I was almost going to suggest we should have that as the end song, but I don't know if we could. But I did come across, so he has a Twitter Oh, and, God. and Tippy has a Twitter, so if you oh. would like to follow Tippy, <laughs> she can be found at, at Mrs. Ramadama. So you can, you know, okay. follow her on Twitter. That's a really cute name. Um, yeah. Tippy. So, Tippy uh, the pineapple. Tippy, Tippy Ramadama is her, is her name. Tippy Ramadama. Tippy Ramadama. Lily and Tippy Ramadama. They should yeah. go on tour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Isn't there also, uh, I mean, I know there's a lot of people who, like, marry. Dolls? Well, dolls and then like pillows and There's video game characters. There's one on here somebody married a pillow. Yeah. Like, was, I mean, on the list. Was you, it a sex <laughs> pillow or was it just a regular old pillow? Because that would was, be hilarious um, to me. <laughs> just, you've always see. been there for me. <laughs> what do you guys so think? Cool it was, it was a pillow with the anime character Fate Testa yeah, Rossa on oh the pillow. Oh my gosh. So you know who that is? Dude, image. I do know who that is. <laughs> I know, yeah. Dude, I do know. But here's a crazy, creepy thing about that Fate Testarossa. Um, is is like ten years old, eleven years oh, old. She's oh an eleven year old anime the? character. Like yeah. she's a kid. This guy was from South Korea. Um, it was his quote unquote girlfriend for six yeah. years before he married the pillow. Um, Weird. Yeah. So there was actually it was interesting. There was another one. If we had, I mean, I could go into it if you wanted to, but um, where they were marrying uh video game characters. And there was actually a movement um, in 2008. Somebody in, in Japan put on a petition to legalize marriages between humans and 2D characters, and it gained over a thousand signatures within a week. I think based on a link you sent me one time, like there was like a guy who married like a Nintendo DS video. Yeah, yeah that's, I that's, saw that. Character. I have this one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, so, man, I, I don't really care. I don't like to judge. You marry whoever the hell you want, as long as you don't. Yeah. As long as you stay away from little kids. Yeah, or or, sure. or or animals. I mean, yeah. If if it can give consent, if it's harmless and yeah. it's not hurting anyone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, if I mean, it's. I mean, the whole consent thing. Yeah, I mean, a wall can't give. The wall can't give. Consent. Consent. <laughs> but, but the thing is, yeah. it's not like a. It's not a sentient being. living being. Right. It's not hurting anyone else. Right. I mean, what about that's Tippy? Own... Tippy was alive. Oh no, Tippy well, was dead. No, Tippy. <laughs> Tippy was a plucked Tippy, fruit. So yeah, Tippy I mean, was not well, alive. Fruit or not alive. Fruit are basically just the attractive yeah, yeah, yeah. thing that you the plant uses. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> well, you know, by the way, let me say something. Okay. The fact that, I mean, this is the topic of romance, and I, I'm going into something a little bit weird yeah, also. Our, yeah. It's not. Dude, it's the not. The fact that we're, we're not doing, talking about human romance at dude, all. Dude, we are not. Dude, <laughs> the, it says, says a lot about our show. I was going to say, what does that say about us? Dude, it says a lot about us that for the topic of romance, we picked some pretty effed up stuff, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, we could have talked about some more personal things, but instead, we went, with, instead we went with, you know, pineapples and. Pineapples under the sea. No, and my f- probably <laughs> one of my favorite stories yeah. in all of history. I mean, this is kind. Of, this this story... is this is one of my favorite things that's ever happened in the history of yeah. mankind. I mean, I'll say this: the, 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 when this became a thing, okay, a long time ago, before we had a podcast, whatever. My friend Cody was recommending podcasts to me, and he said, "Hey, you should check out this podcast called The Dollop." 
and he specifically recommended this episode that talked about this topic I'm going to go into. Yeah. And I listened to it, and I was dying. I couldn't. I was dying. I recommended mm, it to Ryan. It to me, yeah. Actually, I think we listened to it together, we and we were just like, we could not. And I it. cried. Yeah, was, <laughs> I wept. Yeah, it was ridiculous, dude. And so that kind of is this this story and the podcast that talked about it is kind of the spiritual. That's that's where we yeah that's yeah. where we kind of got our ideas for this for, for this show for the show okay. yeah so actually this story so much so was so like yeah this is a first such one. a big thing yeah. that uh, I've considered talking like I don't even remember yeah. I think for the drugs episode yeah. I considered doing it yeah and then we were like no nah, we gotta like have all this time I actually was like I'm not gonna talk about anything <laughs> like we're doing this one this yeah. has to be. Yeah. This is a long story. So, okay. It is, but it's it's a great story. <laughs> One day, I hope we can do a real... I mean, if you guys think of, like, a funny, like, romance-related... St- I have got nothing, though, but if you guys ever think of something, we can add We'll that. do sex as a show or dating yeah. as a show, whatever. Okay, so here we go. All I right. want to first say this. This is a story about... By the way, this... Some of the information I got was from the old podcast we listened to, but I found new information from other sources. Right. So there's stuff that's new in terms of our show. So I wonder if I found it also when I was looking it up. So, okay, we'll see. this is a story of love and obsession that eventually leads to suicide, ah. okay? Um, this story, this whole story was unearthed due to a 2014 documentary. As a result of the documentary, a bunch of news, you know, press covered it, and then The Dollop, which is the podcast that I heard about, Ryan heard yeah. about, um, that they covered it also. Um, so first, we're going to talk about Dr. John C. Lilly. By the way, this story takes place in you know the 1960s, 1970s. That's the time frame. Yeah. But talking so, about the, drugs. Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So Dr. John C. Lilly. Originally, he was a physics major, but he read the dystopian novel called Brave New World, and was inspired to change focus to neuroscience. Uh, by the way, Brave New World talks about drugs as a human control method, yep. Yep. and that's the inspiration he was really interested in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in 1938, he uh, graduated from the California Institute of Technology with a degree in biology and physics, so double major. Yeah. Like hardcore double major. Yeah, (laughs) really hardcore double major. Uh, 1942, graduated with a medical degree from the University of Pennsylvania. Um, Again, I'm trying to give you an idea of who this guy is. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. during his time there, he enrolled in a class called How to Build an Atomic Bomb. (laughs) By the way, guys... (laughs) This dude is smart as shit. Like, he's got yeah. his shit together, obviously. I mean, yeah. he's got, yeah. Yeah. you know, all this, a lot of education behind him here. Like, By the way, the, the government investigated that class as a possible national security risk <laughs> at one point. <laughs> like, it was actually about that. So, okay. Uh, he was a, he's a researcher into the brain and the consciousness. Like, that's what his, his research is into. And actually, um, especially his research is into intelligent mammals like dolphins. Um, basically, this is important to know. I mean, I want you to know the good things about him, too. Yeah. He's the guy who basically proved that dolphins are emotionally and cognitively equal to humans. Because before, they didn't think of dolphins like that or mm-hmm. other mammals yeah. like that. They he, just, yeah, it was always just, it was just people and then everything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But he proved that dolphins were cognitively and emotionally like us. And more so that other creatures yeah. are capable of, exactly. of, of thought and emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, by the way, he has an autobiography called The Scientist. And in this autobiography, it begins with the creation of the universe from cosmic dust. And only much later in the novel does his own human story begin. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, He's like, to know about me, you got to know about the universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, um, okay, so we're going to talk about some altered states here. So in 1953, the oh, U.S. Yeah. Yeah, the U.S. Public Health Service Communication, uh, sorry, uh, Public Health Service Commission hired him for their neuroscience division, and also he was a chair at the National Institute of Mental Health. Okay, so got all this education. Yeah, he works for the government. He's legit. Yeah, dude, chime in with every addition. If I I forget anything, just add in. So okay, so um, here's the advances in neuroscience that he's made. He invented a prototype ECG. Um, a device that is used to anal- analyze the brain waves of animals that are anesthetized. Okay. Right. By the way, back in those days, there was no like ECG that we yeah. know ECG. The way you do an ECG, like a brainwave scan, basically, is you have to drill into the brain yeah. and actually put pr- like prongs in there. So he- usually you have to anesthetize people and animals in order to do that. But he created a device where you don't have to anesthetize them. Yeah. They can be awake, I guess, which is, I don't know. I mean, I guess you'd want that, I guess. I don't know. But um, it, it but it does use needles to drill into the skull. Jeez. Like, that's a thing. Oh, uh, he also invented a device to study brains by stimulating pleasure and pain with electricity, like the pleasure and yeah. pain center. So he, he invented that also. And his most infamous creation uh, is he invented the isolation tank. So... We should sensory yeah. deprivation. Yeah, tank. Once you explain, becoming popular right now. Explain yeah. what so, it is, right? Yeah. There's Go a lot it. of there's a lot of like athletes and other people, and I I would be so down to try one. Uh, but basically, I think we should try it. And yeah, just, we should. Um, you know, Go do it as a show. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Uh, I will be supervising you guys. <laughs> Make sure you don't die. I mean, we do need spotters. Isolation tanks, yeah. you need a spotter. Yeah. Well, I mean, now when you go to do it, there's yeah. like a, it's a whole thing. But right. so what it is, is you go in this tank and there's, the whole point of it is to have no physical stimulation at all. So you're sitting in salt water that is just human like body lukewarm. temperature. Yeah. Uh, there's just enough salt to keep you mostly buoyant, like half buoyant, half submerged. Uh, it's completely dark. There's no sound. Yeah. You can't see anything. You can't hear anything. Eventually, you don't feel the water. You don't feel anything. So there's nothing. And you have usually, no, you no... have like a breathing apparatus to like. Whoever well, seen yeah. Uh, Stranger Things? Yeah, it's it's like one of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe Rogan swears by them. By the way. Okay. There's, yeah. So the the whole point of this is when you have no, like, physical stimulation right. from the outside world, you know, everything is in your brain. Like, so yeah. people hallucinate. People have like these enlightening, you know, uh, experiences and stuff. Yeah, and so that's that's what the point of them is. Yeah, and he was the the first. Person. I will find a group on, and we should go. <laughs> I mean, I, I would I do, do it. it. I yeah. do it. Yeah. Okay, so um, many scientists at that time believed that prolonged exposure to sensory deprivation would shut off the brain. I mean, at the time, the thinking was if your brain has no stimulus, then your brain shuts off. Like not yeah. dead, but just, just asleep. Like yeah. you would just yeah. shut off. So the uh, John Lilly, the Dr. Lilly, he believed that consciousness was disconnected to the brain. Uh, he believed basically in the mind-body gap, that our consciousness does not exist in our brain. It yeah. exists somewhere else. Uh, he believed that isolation tanks would allow humans... <laughs> okay. He believed that isolation tanks would allow human beings to travel to other dimensions and realms. <laughs> in his book... The Center of the Cyclone, published in 1972, he talks about his time in isolation tanks, and he said, quote, 
I traveled among cells as they functioned, and through my brain and its neurons. I moved into smaller and smaller dimensions, down to the quantum levels, and watched the play of atoms in their own vast universes, their wide, empty spaces, and their fantastic forces involved in each of the distant nuclei with their orbital clouds of force field electrons. <laughs> Homeboy was tripping. He balls. sounds high as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So... <laughs> on that topic in the 1960s as you know scientists were experimenting a lot with drugs a lot a lot <laughs> i mean especially lsd this was the era of this george, was also when uh yeah. george hunter white this is the era of george hunter white and i covered this in the drugs yeah episode. in the drugs episode ryan talked about the cia and the their, cia was, was like operation operation uh midnight, midnight climax, climax. <laughs> operation midnight climax they ran a brothel more <laughs> than one brothel they were uh <laughs> they were also like dosing each other with <laughs> Dude, um, unknowingly um if you don't yeah just if listen, you don't to, episode, listen but... to the episode go back and to our drugs episode okay so as a part of his research lily began taking massive doses of lsd inside the isolation oh, tank god. oh <laughs> my god no <laughs> he the, did a lot a of lot drugs. of drugs yeah. this is all paid for by the government and he and, and he, he was did funded. this yeah it was fun and he but and he wanted to expand his consciousness he thought he can do that by taking drugs inside the isolation tank so uh, his partner, Dr. Craig Enright, and Lily later began taking <laughs> ketamine. <laughs> They've been taking a lot of ketamine, which he which is a horse tranquilizer. Which is yeah, it's oh, it's an yeah. anesthetic that, but also it makes you hallucinate. Um, and he refers to it at that time as vitamin K, <laughs> and uh, as a part of these experiments. So, uh, by the way, the doses that they were taking, like when you actually quantify it now, it was large enough to kill an elephant. Oh my god! <laughs> like, they were taking. Dude, some these guys god. got fucked. Seriously? Yeah. Oh. oh my goodness! Uh, so, before one experiment, Enright, the 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 partner, he hypnotically programs himself to regress into a pre-hominid state. So eight like caveman, ape man type state, right? Yep. He mentally suggests that to himself. He then takes the ketamine and he goes into the isolation tank. <laughs> Once released from the tank, Enright begins to behave like an ape man, crouching, howling, shaking his hand, behaving like an animal. In his mind, Enright later says that he thought he was fighting a leopard. <laughs> what? Climbing and, on the, on yeah, the stuff. He thought he was climbing up a tree, but he, really he was climbing up like a shelf. And like the whole time, John Lilly's like just taking notes. Like, oh, this is fascinating. This is just oh interesting God. stuff here. Um, He's become another. Yeah, it's. Uh, this actually became the inspiration for a movie. This was actually the inspiration for a movie called Altered States with John Hurt. Uh, anyway, so this experiment, though, apparently scientifically proved that a person's internal reality can differ from the external reality, yeah. and also that a person can function externally while unaware internally, like their body's doing stuff and they don't even know what's going on. So in layman's terms, disconnect. It's, it scientifically proves yeah. that you can get fucked up. Yeah. Like, you can you can be really you're high. in outer space you can be really high <laughs> on yeah. earth yeah and also the last thing is you can be completely unaware of these two states yeah of, of, so of i mean that also i would assume kind of prove like sleepwalking sleepwalking yeah. sleepwalking yeah, yeah. There yeah. You go. sleep talking or whatever yeah well all that stuff yeah all that sleep stuff, stuff. <laughs> so sometime after this lily has a near-death experience lily took a massive dose of ketamine, <laughs> as he always Why does. Not? But that's what he does. Take it and, before uh, bed. <laughs> well, it's kind of what he, yeah. Yeah, he did, he did about, that also. So he took, he took his ketamine, and he went into the isolation tank. Took his vitamin K. <laughs> 
Also, guys, remember when I explained what what the isolation tank is? You're in yeah, water. I mean, you're... and he's he just took elephant's dose of horse tranquilizer. <laughs> Smart. Smart move. His limbs stopped functioning inside the tank, and he began to drown. What? Because he couldn't get out of it. Yeah. He just started to drown. His wife saved him, and there's a whole... Listen, I want you to know this. This whole thing has, like, a massive story behind it. I'm skipping over it because it's just too long, and we just don't have time for it. But it's it's crazy, dude. You should read about this guy's life. So anyway, Is that the the thing that yeah. we, we both saw, decided not... Yeah, it's it's not, yeah. yeah. But uh, his, his... Real quick... He thinks aliens stole his penis. His he, I mean, thing that he's happens. gonna he, well, uh, right after it this. Happens, yeah. Right after this, he's gonna think aliens stole his penis. But we'll get to that. But anyway, <laughs> we'll his wife for another. His <laughs> way, his wife saved him. Okay, his wife saved his life, and he began to believe that a higher power was watching over him and protecting him. Hence, the, the, the aliens. aliens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not God. Aliens. Who took his yeah, penis? Aliens. He believed that aliens were protecting. He's a man him. of science. He's a man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he calls the aliens Echo. Uh, which stands for Earth Coincidence Control Office. <laughs> By the way, Echo works for an organization called uh, SS no SCCO, which is Solar System Control Office, which okay. works for another organization called uh, GCO, which is Galactic Control Office. Sounds like Office. a Kurt Vonnegut novel. <laughs> By the way, it kind of yeah, dude, it does. <laughs> By the way, though, I mean, I mean, the fact that he thinks that the aliens are going to speak English and use English bureaucratic <laughs> yeah, they have abbreviations. Their own. <laughs> Yeah. Bureaucratic abbreviations. And- um, so, okay. So, at this time, this is where we start talking about dolphins. By the way, I hope <laughs> I hope everybody's thinking, like, dude, what the fuck does this have to do with romance? Oh, it's like, getting there. It's getting there. It gets real romance. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about dolphins now, okay? So, Lily continued to explain. By the way, he's still getting paid by the government. Yeah, this is all mm-hmm. government paid I love that stuff. this is all on the government yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I our, really. Well, not our taxpayer money because we weren't allowed We weren't allowed yet. Yet. But, your parents' tax yeah. parents, parents. Your parents' tax dollars. I really work. wish, by the way, that John Lilly and and George Hunter White could have met each other. Like <laughs> they would have been like really good friends. Yeah, they would have been dosing each other. <laughs> okay, so party games. Lilly continued to experiment with drugs and the isolation tank, and this this is the part where it leads to the incident where his dick was stolen by aliens, which is <laughs> another story. Um, one day, though. Lily decides to start experimenting on dolphins, and this is his exact quote about why. One day, while I was floating in the tank at the National Insti- National Institute of Mental Health, Brian I thought can't contain himself. <laughs> at the I... National Institute of Mental Health. One of my <laughs> favorite job. things about this story <laughs> is that his job is to just get fucked up <laughs> at work. Yeah, he's just getting high at work. Uh, so he's he's at the National Institute of Mental Health, and I, I, I thought. Gee, wouldn't it be great to do this 24 hours a day? <laughs> when I mentioned it to a friend, he said, well, try the dolphins. So that's how I started to try work with the dolphins. dolphins. <laughs> dude, the next logical step. Dude, dude, he's high at work, and he's like, wouldn't it be great to be high all, all the, the time? time? always. And then some random... And someone's answer to that is, have you tried the dolphins? <laughs> dude, everybody's high at the National Mental Health Institute. Dude, everyone was high in the government in the 60s. Just, oh man. Try the dolphins. <laughs> try the dolphins. Hashtag try the dolphins. Hashtag, Hashtag try, the try, the dolphins. try the dolphins. I mean, he says it almost like, have you tried the fish? It's so good. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's so delicious. It's wonderful. Um, so uh, he believed that dolphins, this is a time where he made some really like big progress in dolphins. He believed that dolphins were complex, intelligent creatures, equal to humans, and had a language of their own. 
He believes that intelligence was a function of absolute brain size, and technically whales are the most intelligent creatures in the world. And the only reason we don't know that and we believe we're the most intelligent yeah. is because we can't communicate with them. But they're the most intelligent. So he believes also that dolphins possessed a form of telepathy that would allow humans to communicate with aliens. <laughs> of course. Yeah, right. he's got all this, like, semi-regular, yeah. like, intelligent. <laughs> dolphins are intelligent. <laughs> Their brain size is similar to ours. Yeah. They probably also they can communicate. You to know who aliens. this guy is, guys? He's basically like a really smart, really high version of me. Because, <laughs> because basically, I'm the guy who's like my friend wants me to go with him on like a trip, and I'm like, he's a vampire. Yeah. Right? Like yeah, I jumped jump to that conclusion. So he's just like, oh, dolphins are intelligent. We can talk to aliens. <laughs> he's he's just like getting high to become you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Keep up, Lily, because I do this on like while I'm sober. <laughs> so okay, he also believes dolphins can teach humans how to float in space, like outer space. Yeah. Okay. And he believes Real... <laughs> he's got some. <laughs> he's making some wild, wild jumps there. And the thing is, everybody believes him because, like, well, I mean, he's got like three. Look degrees. at all of his degrees. Look at, all of his degrees. He's a, Look he's at a his doctor. government paycheck. He's a doctor. He's a physicist and he's a neurologist. I mean, come on. And a biologist. And a biologist. A marine biologist yeah. now. Uh, he also believes that dolphins can be scouts for the Navy, like military scouts. So as a result of these beliefs... And the government heard military scouts... Military. ...have some fucking money. <laughs> Both NASA and the U.S. Navy gave him massive grants to study dolphins, like a lot of money. And with that money, listen, he, they gave him enough money to do this next thing, which is he built DPL, Dolphin Point Laboratory, on the island of St. Thomas in the Caribbean, like a massive laboratory facility yeah. to study dolphins, oh to talk to aliens. Yeah. And to uh, learn how to float in space. To learn how oh, to float man. in space. Okay, so. Also, uh, what's, can't you just float? Isn't floating I mean, in space I the feel, easiest place right. to float? Because it was, yeah. You just don't do anything. I mean, don't hold on. A part of Done. Me, <laughs> a part of me wants to believe maybe they haven't gone to space yet, but they have because they've the said. Yeah. yeah. I mean, before oh, the moon, Yuri Gagarin. Yeah, you got all kinds of yeah, yeah. people just going up and coming back down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, um, all right. So at this time, he begins experimenting on, dolf on dolphins by giving them LSD. <laughs> also, Poor dolphins. Yeah, here's the thing. I mean, <sighs> that's shitty because, one, he believes that they're intelligent, yeah. and he's just giving... They don't, but they don't but understand they don't, exactly. what drugs are, yeah. and he's just <laughs> exactly. like, now you're high. I mean, I mean that, that's, the, that's the logic, right? I mean, like, you, if you spike somebody or you, like, get somebody high, yeah. you can tell them, listen, man, you're just tripping, you're fine, you're going to be okay. You can't listen, say I, that to yeah, a dolphin. Like, uh, yeah. One, they, you can't tell them. And two, LSD is not a thing to give someone when they don't know. Like, that's yeah. the scariest fucking thing to just have happening to you. Like, I read a story not too long ago where these, uh, I don't know why, but it's like, what? okay, but they got spiders drunk to see what effect that would have on their web spinning skills. And <laughs> they're <was> interesting <laughs> webs. Like, it's just like, but like, why would you have the thought of, oh, let's get a spider drunk and see what happens. Let's give a dolphin LSD <laughs> and see what happens. I mean, yeah. So what he would do is this. He would dose them and then he would place them on dry land to see how they react. <laughs> Which? How do you think a dolphin reacts in dry land sober? Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I mean, it was a, basically a lot of pain, a lot of anxiety, uh, a lot of yeah. stress. Uh, I he, mean, yeah, it, 
can you imagine not knowing that someone gave you LSD and they just throw you in the ocean? I mean, the idea is basically oh, like, give Ryan LSD and start drowning him and see what happens. <laughs> um, yeah. Put them in confining tanks with other dolphins where there's not enough room to swim. Put dolphins in shallow water. He's basically just torturing <laughs> yeah. dolphins. This isn't funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. He's just torturing dolphins while they're high. Uh, put dolphins in absolute isolation from other dolphins. So he's like, all right, let's throw them in the isolation tanks now. This guy. Uh, He's not a good dude. As a result, the dolphins were in extreme distress and anxiety. Again, just remember, he did prove some good things about dolphins, but everything that all of this, all of this led to. Oh man, they feel pain. That sucks. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Noted. Noted. They don't like being on land. They don't like tiny spaces. (laughs) They don't like LSD. Uh, There was a two-year-old dolphin who had PTSD, basically. Uh-huh. It was shot by a spear gun by a human, and so it was terrified of humans. Whenever humans would approach it inside of a tank, it would swim away. It was terrified. Yeah. So he gave it LSD, as he does, and it swam at, at, at that time. It did something it didn't do before. It And he's, he's just jotting down notes the whole time. Also, it's, he's probably high. He's probably high, too. <laughs> it, the dolphin swam up to him. It turned on its side. And then it just started staring at him unblinkingly for 10 minutes. It just stared at him for 10 minutes. And he's just like, oh, this is fascinating. This is just interesting. It's learned to love yeah. me. I mean, basically, the dolphin was super high. The dolphin like, was just out of its It was m- tripping. Mind. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> I love how, how his first conclusion was like some emotional, like some weird connection. It wanted to be forgiven yeah. or whatever. And it wasn't, this dolphin's fucked up. Like, that's, that's, why isn't that your logical conclusion? It was on its side, man. When do dolphins do that? <laughs> when they're uh, on LSD. Yeah. So, this is, now this is the, the part of the story that the documentary gets okay. into, okay? So, uh, it, it's called The Woman Who Talked with Dolphins. It's my favorite it's part of the story. It's the best part of the story. So, he realized, John Lilly realized LSD wasn't getting to dolphins to talk. Huh. Yeah. No way. Uh, Lily believed, though, that being in a tank with dolphins will get them to talk to you. And he believes that the best environment for human-dolphin relations is 18 to 24 inches of water. Okay. Two feet. He believes two feet is Because they're <laughs> swimming and he's standing. Dude, how do you even come up with these numbers? Just two feet is the maximum point of dolphin-human interaction. Like, Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah. His new plan was to get a woman to live with a dolphin for a few weeks. I do know this story. I read an article okay. a while okay, ago. Good. So he believed that a human and a dolphin could only live together for 10 weeks at most. That's the maximum amount of time they can spend together. Also, I don't know where he's getting yeah. these numbers either. Uh, he recruited a research assistant named Margaret Howe, age 23, to participate in the experiment. She's just trying to get that resume. She's just trying, dude. She's just trying to get that. Yeah, get that grad. You know, dude. And you know what's funny? She and, was so excited. Yeah. John C. Lilly. Oh yeah. my God! I'm genius. gonna I'm gonna intern with a freaking yeah. doctor, marine biologist, <laughs> neurologist. She, she's telling her mom, "I got a job at DPL." <laughs> yeah. She is stoked. Uh, he obtained also a dolphin named Peter to participate. Uh, and so what he did for this experiment is he flooded a villa at the laboratory. So how and a dolphin can live together. Basically, he flooded a townhouse so a dolphin and a person can live together. Fully furnished. Yeah, fully furnished. A fully furnished townhouse. She's got tables. She's got a sink. Yeah. Uh, How would spend 24-7 with Peter for 10 weeks. She would cook and sleep in the wet conditions. Pee. Uh, Pee. Shit. Uh, Her bed was suspended from a ceiling with a shower curtain around it to reduce 
Peter's splashing. Um, that was thoughtful. The apartment was only two feet deep in water, though. So basically, no one was comfortable. It was too shallow for the dolphin and too wet for the human. Like, yeah. Nobody was happy. Nobody's happy in two feet of water, yeah. period. Yeah. Um, the research goals were, one, make notes on interspecies isolation. Two, attempt to teach Peter the dolphin to speak. Three, gather information so living conditions can be improved for a longer dolphin cohabitation in the future. They're like, we got to break this 10-week barrier. <laughs> yeah. I- I'm glad that one of his goals was, I want someone to be able to live with a dolphin. Yeah. For like a full lease term. Like just, there will be a good. dolphin every house. Well, I mean, every apartment comes with a dolphin. Exactly. Um, <laughs> oh, this is my roommate, Peter. <laughs> so the experiment begins. Week one through two, Peter spends most of his time in front of a mirror. He's just staring at a mirror the whole time. <laughs> Probably uh, just thinking, where the fuck am I? How do I get out of here? He just wants to see another dolphin. He's just yeah. like, I really miss people like me. <laughs> Uh, How claims, she she claims, that she taught Peter to pronounce the words ball and diamond. Which, Uh, no, you didn't. You're just trying to get your... She's trying to get that letter of recommendation real bad. She just wants a letter of recommendation. Um, She painted her face in thick white makeup and then used black lipstick on her lips. That way she can, like, mouth the words ball, ball, diamond. Like that. Like basically Which is ma- funny because dolphins don't have fucking lips. Yeah. So he can't ball. He can just yeah. open and close his mouth. Yeah. That's all he can do. But she thought that if she did that, he'd be able to he could say the words. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. would he would grow lips yeah. and speak. Um so week three, Peter and Howe's relationship began to sour. Peter began to whine, he made loud noises at night, Howe started to become depressed. Week five. So Living imagine, in water might do that dude, for you. Dude, yeah. Imagine five weeks. They've been doing this for like a month and... 24-7 yeah. Yeah. Does she in have water. like rain boots on or something? She does have clothes. She has boots, yeah. She has like, yeah. She has, like a wetsuit. And... Yeah, she has a wetsuit too, yeah. Uh, okay. So week five. I mean, still uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're still wet all the time. Like, you're never dry. Two feet's wet, like... Yeah, it's... <sighs> like, uh, a little bit above the thigh? Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. almost... It's like yeah. it's your crotch. Yeah. Which, that's that's yeah. awful. Yeah. So week five, Peter, dude, <laughs> week five, fucking <laughs> Peter, week five, Peter begins to have erections frequently when Howe played with him. <laughs> it's been a long time. It's for been him, a okay. long time oh, man. for both of them. Yeah. It's been five also, weeks. Also, hold on. Wasn't he like really aggressive as well? well like not, he was yet, getting... not yet. Not okay. yet. At this, at this time, Peter. She just, she just took a note. She's, he's she, got I mean, boner. They're doing the exercises. She's playing with him. And she's just like, oh, man, he's really getting hard like a lot. And remember this, dude. I mean, we don't really get to see dolphin boners too much on TV. <laughs> yeah. but dolphin boners are big, dude. They're big. Yeah, dude. I mean, you don't see that in whales and dolphins, but when they're I've hard. I've never seen any kind of fish actually, boner. Yeah. I, it was a podcast I heard, and I'm like, this can't be real, but... Um, that's where sea monsters kind of originated, you know, on old maps. Dolphin boner. No, 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 whales because oh. uh, sp- I wasn't. I can see that. Wait, but wait, because you're telling their, me that their penises used... were so big back then, they didn't know what it was. That's where people sea used monsters to see were. A dolphin or a, a whale whales, dick come yes. out of the water. Like, <laughs> it's, 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 a sea it's a sea monster. Yes. <laughs> it, it's just his morning glory. Google man sleeping. Google it. It's it, I did, after I listen to the pod, I'm like, no way. I'm like, holy Blue shit. Blue whales are just like check out my morning wood. Yeah, and people are. That's the ori- that's the origination yeah. of sea oh, monsters. Man. That wow. is freaking hilarious. <laughs> okay, 
So I'm googling yeah. dolphin Google boners. As I'm look up a dolphin remember right this. Now. Remember this about about dolphins. Also, dolphins are basically the sexual predators of the sea. Like they, they rape a lot. They of things. rape. Oh, they yeah. rape dolphins, and they rape. They've raped like tried to rape people before. Like they are not. They're okay with just fucking things. Like that's all they yeah. want to do. Um. So erections start happening week five. Week six. Peter begins to get abusive with Hal. This is when yeah. he starts getting aggressive. He would ram her with his beak. He would bite Cynthia's her Cynthia's making legs. a face like she just looked at a dolphin dick. <laughs> I <did>. Unsolicited. <laughs> Unsolicited. No, she, she looked it up herself, yeah, though. But. Uh, he would ram her with, her, with, his, with his beak. He would bite her legs. Uh, yeah, he was getting real mad. He was getting real mad. But here's the thing. Hal did not want to terminate the experiment, so she endured. she got to get that letter she, recommendation. She is trying to get to grad school, man. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Um, so week seven. I mean, also remember this. This is a dolphin, big ass fish. Yeah. Mammal, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just like smashing his face into yeah, her dude. and like biting dude, her. Like that's scary. They're, like they're I wouldn't want to live in a, I wouldn't want to live pounds, in an apartment with a 400 pound wild yeah. animal who's got a boner all the time. Yeah. I mean, and that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Would you want to live in a 400 pound animal who has a boner all the time? Hell no. I don't think any kind of <laughs> yeah. dolphin or not. Yeah. I would not want to. Also, that beak, though, is like the main weapon of dolphins. Yeah. So that's like yeah. a rarely, like, it's a it's weapon. getting bruised up. Yeah. <sighs> uh, so week seven. Hitting her in the shins all the time. Is, this, is, this, is, this is the good stuff. So week seven. How, I mean, she imagine this. It's been seven weeks. She's been getting abused. Dealing with she dolphin is, boners. She is at the end of her rope right now. She is at now. the end of her she rope. She doesn't know what to do. All she knows is she doesn't want to quit because she can't get yeah. that grad school. And she's really tired of this dolphin abusing her. Yeah. So eventually she loses her mind and she snaps. And she gives Peter a hand job. <laughs> yeah. She just jerks she him right just, off. She's like, all right. To completion. To completion. Yeah, he, oh, he finished. He fucking he finished. shit. She gave him a hand job <laughs> until he finished. And for the first time, I want to say yeah. pretty... Pretty confidently, yeah. the first time ever a human jerked off a dolphin. Yeah, ever. yeah, ever. Say that. I don't think that ever happened before. I mean, yeah. actually, the science community that was they didn't think it was possible for a dolphin to finish because it wasn't another dolphin. Like they didn't think interspecies was possible. I mean, well, weren't they friction doing friction? Friction. Weren't they doing? Uh, well, that means that mm, they uh, <laughs> they are doing it for also, the pleasure, dude. Well, no, 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 dolphins do. The... Dolphins have dolphins sex for pleasure. Do. They do. Yeah. Actually, do you know that this is actually really interesting? The majority of all dolphins are all bisexual. Like, it's very rare when they're heterosexual or homosexual. They're all bisexual. <gasps> they just fuck. Really, dolphins everything. just want to fuck everything. Yeah. That's, That's they, they don't care what it is. Yeah. They can put their penis in it or around it. Yeah. They're doing it. Yeah. Objectifying. By the way, shit. though, I mean, that dolphin experienced something that no other dolphins ever experienced because it's never felt what a human's hand yeah. That yeah. also, yeah. I mean, she did it specifically for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. He didn't. He didn't like rape her. He no. didn't do it. He just sat there and was like, "Oh man, something's yeah. happening now." <laughs> yeah. Well, he was bugging her. He well, was bugging yeah. her, but I mean, I mean, like a dolphin can't. I mean, a dolphin can't jerk well, himself the off. And the a dolphin, dolphin didn't, like, the dolphin wasn't asking for a hand job. The dolphin was asking for give me a hole of some kind. Yeah. Dolphin yeah. hole. The dolphin was really upset that none of the <laughs> furniture was fuckable. I mean, I mean, he's, he's basically is, like, bring your bring, bring this, this, this really happened. This happened. <laughs> this really happened on the government's money. Yeah. So, the United States tell, government tell your grandparents, paid y'all. a woman to jerk off a dolphin. By the way, it didn't help that she, like, every single day painted her lips Yeah, she black. painted her face like and a that's dolphin. That's the closest thing to a dolphin, like, you know, a thing to put stuff in that a dolphin... It's like, that's the closest thing I've ever seen to a dolphin's, you know... In 
in a, a long, long time. time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's like, can you put that black lipstick on and just bring your mouth just down? Just put your face in the water, girl. Put your face in the water. So she jerks him off. She jerks him off. So... By the way, the whole time, Lily's just watching this whole thing. And he, <laughs> yeah. He's getting aroused out of watching <laughs> and this, he believes, for sure. And he believes the experiment's working. And I quote, he said, New, totally unexpected sequence of events took place. I feel that we are in the midst of a new becoming, moving into a new previously unknown. Oh, my God. He's really just like, oh, my God. This is like, he's really... Thinking we're learning some stuff right now. Uh, Dude, what is there to the, By the way, just the idea of this guy who's like, this is somehow going to lead to talking to aliens. Yeah. Like, this whole this thing, is going to lead thing, somewhere. This whole thing is one, paid for by the government, <laughs> and two, hopefully just going to get us talking to aliens. aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and the- three... Everyone's got their own different goals. Yeah. The Navy's like, we want, we want scouts. John C. Lilly's like, 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 I want to talk to aliens. The dolphins are gonna invade Iraq. That's their whole thing. Yeah. The, the research assistants like, I want a letter of recommendation. Dude. And the dolphins like, I want to get laid. He's like, I just want to finish. Oh my god, dude, you're right. Every every yeah. has something. Dolphins just like, I got a nut. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got something riding on this. So, um, by the way, right after this happened, uh, Peter became very gentle with how <laughs> he would lovingly nuzzle and stroke her legs. Uh, he would roll on his belly and present his he genitals to her. He was all about cuddling. Remember, before, he was, like, ramming her and, like, trying to rub his dick on her. But now he's, like, just he, he'd Invite roll her. on his back and he'd Maybe. just show her his dick. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Howe was no longer depressed during that time at the villa. She felt. She better. can. I mean, by the way, she. This is not a one-time thing. She continued. She yeah. Finished, this like masturbating him. Like this is like a daily. For, this happened all yeah. the time now. It was a thing. It, it, she just started. Yeah. Doing it. Uh, how continue the experiment, which now involved sexually releasing Peter daily, um, and quote. This is a quote. From <laughs> also, her. dude, you're living in an apartment just kind of with <laughs> dolphin semen floating around. <laughs> uh, I mean, hopefully she cleaned up. God, just. Oh, <laughs> And by the way, there's if, a lot of logistical if, things. If I have questions she about. wasn't cleaning up, and there was like a cleaning guy. Oh my god! Poor guy. <laughs> oh. Oh man. Yeah. And by the way, I mean, you got another guy, Lily. Taking I mean, he's notes. a big fish. It's yeah. got to be a lot of. I mean, he shits too. Oh uh, god, he shits too. Yeah. By the way, the whole time Lily's taking notes. There's a, like a photographer, like a cinematographer, taking like a video of this whole thing. Oh man. There's yeah. a lot of, a lot of people involved. So uh, here's a quote she said. Mm. It was very precious. It was very gentle. It was sexual on his part. It was not sexual on mine. Then she pauses. Sensuous, perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) These people are insane. (laughs) Um, So, week 10 comes around. She was... She was... She low-key was, man. Yeah. Yeah. Central, she's she's one of your people, Courtney. <laughs> one of my people? One of your objective, you know, whatever. Oh, no, people. It's a dolphin. <laughs> Courtney's like, what, Zoo, what do you mean you are? Courtney's like, Zoo. my people. <laughs> no, she almost it? quit the show right now. <laughs> well, it would be called zooophilia, right? Or zoophilia. Yeah, something like that, yeah. probably. So, okay, week 10 comes around. The experiment is quickly shut down. How moves on to other research, and Peter is moved to a tank in Miami. I mean, pretty much before, you know, the... Before he even finishes the next time, they get separated. He's got the ultimate case of blue balls. He's moved across the country. She's gone. Yeah. Right? So here's a fallout of everything that happened, right? Peter, uh, a dolphin psychologist who examined Peter after the experiment, confirms that Peter is displaying all the signs of a dolphin in love. 
Like he was in love with her. Um, within one year of the termination of the experiment, Peter becomes the first dolphin ever recorded to commit suicide. Poor he, Peter. He is the only dolphin. Well, he's the second, the first dolphin, but there's been two. But he's the first dolphin to commit suicide. Here's the thing. The reason why is because dolphins aren't like us. When we fall asleep or when we stop consciously breathing, our body will start to automatically yeah. start breathing. Yeah. Right. Dolphins and whales are not like that. They have to breathe. They have to make the conscious choice to breathe, breathe. surface and breathe. So, dude, he, he, drowned, he drowned himself. himself. Like, a dolphin drowned himself on purpose because he was so depressed. I need to get he, my fix. <laughs> he died of a broken heart. He died of a broken and, uh, heart, yeah. Blue balls. <laughs> that too. These and by the way, he they put him with other dolphins, and he would not. He wouldn't have sex with them. He wouldn't have sex with them. Yeah, um, he got used to that kung fu grip. He, he, couldn't, <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't go. Once you go human, you can never go back. <laughs> so, uh, the dude, set, he had like a weird Stockholm syndrome, yeah. PTSD, PTSD thing dude, going on. Dude, he did. He was kidnapped, basically thrown into this house. With yeah, this he woman. was. He was just like really mentally and emotionally yeah. traumatized. Yeah, and then someone jerked him off, and he was like, "I think I love you." <laughs> And then he, Jesus. It didn't end well for Peter. No. no. Uh, the second dolphin ever, by the way, was named Kathy. She was actually the second flipper on the TV show. And uh, she was depressed after she was retired from the show. And, and apparently she was in a tank by herself also. Her trainer came to visit her and came into the water. Kathy swam up to the trainer, looked uh, her right in the eyes, and then died. Just immediately just stopped breathing and died. Just took his last Holy breath. Crap. It just I mean dolphins can choose to die when they want. I know. think also we gotta stop naming dolphins people names. <laughs> well what's a dolphin name? Flipper. <laughs> Flipper Echo. Echo. <laughs> Actually, by the way, the the, the game he yeah. just referenced, Echo the Dolphin is, is based a, well, it's not based it's not on ba- anything. It's inspired. It's and someone heard the story and was like, That's hilarious. Yeah. I wanna make a video I, game about a dolphin. The, the whole the research of John C. Riley. Yeah. Echo, Lily. the uh, yeah, John C. Lilly. Riley is not yeah. <laughs> like the actor. Yeah. The actor. John C. Lilly, the research inspired that game, and that's why they named him Echo, right? The, the aliens, the Echo aliens, yeah. right? Uh, you fight aliens in that game. So yeah. anyway, uh, okay, so what happens to Margaret Howe? Margaret married the photographer who was recording the events <laughs> at the villa. Which, gross, dude. Yeah. The photographer's just like, I like dude, to by the way, dude, off. that's the thing. Let's get a if, drink sometime. If you are a partner of someone you're marrying, and you're like, I have seen you finish off a animal like how do you even unless you're into it yeah yeah, yeah. he was uh, taking all those pictures and he i was mean like, he knows all your dirty little secrets dude, he, so they, they look at the pictures how can you sometimes. date somebody normal and be like yeah by the way i used to jerk off a dolphin back yeah. back back in when i was you know my <laughs> I was young. I was twenty three. Yeah. I, I was really trying Dude, to get him. I mean, school. I mean, one one girl, you know, girl talk. One girl's like, oh yeah, you know, I had like a threesome in college. It was like a thing. I was kind of crazy. <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, while well, I was in college, I jerked off a jaw dolphin. You know, it was kind of crazy. Uh, I, I didn't talk to him though after that. No oh, man. <laughs> Um, okay, so later, no, no, it gets weirder, dude. She she married the photographer. Later, she moved into the villa that this whole thing happened. <laughs> and she raised three daughters in that villa. They drained it. They drained it. <laughs> and she was right. like, well, let's live here. It's really nice of And she said, quote, it was a good place. There's a good feeling in that building all the time. Uh, no, just dude. no. Man, people are dude. dude I'm just saying. I'm just saying. When she, listen, I think it's kind of a fact. When she was having sex with her photographer husband, she was imagining the dolphin, and he was imagining her with the dolphin. It yeah. was. It was uh, mutual. It could be fair to say. I yeah, guess. they had like this weird 
dolphin fetishism. Maybe yeah. that's where mermaids come from. That's not where mermaids come from. <laughs> I, I don't want to believe that. Want, yeah. <laughs> mermaids came from manatees. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's much better. Um, so John C. Lilly, right? What happens to our our scientist? Uh, Lilly is actually, like, it's confirmed. He has taken more psychedelic substances than any other neuroscientist ever um, on himself. And know? I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's not like that is a huge field of people, really, yeah. but... He he probably did a lot more yeah. than any other. Like some guy making LSD I mean, was this. like eh, this whole thing where they're saying he's taken the most you know drugs out of any neuroscientist. That's at work. I mean, he <laughs> yeah. did this at home too. Yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, so one journalist visited his residence for an interview, and upon answering the door, he says to the journalist. We have one rule in this house. No one can take drugs of any kind and drive back down that road. So he's, he's responsible. No, he's like, good. if you take drugs, you you're, don't staying drive, the night. You're, you're staying the night. And the, the journalist said, within five minutes, he offered her acid and K. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, she just sat down. And he's like, you want to you want He's got have? like a little candy dish. <laughs> <laughs> um, two movies were based on his research, Altered States and Day of the Dolphin. Um, he died in 2001 of a heart attack but and during the later stages of his life because he was shunned by the scientific community he was mostly associated with like the new age thinking also community the scientific community was finally like dude what the fuck have you been doing (laughs) i mean the funny thing about that is up until up until the whole it was pretty much until someone jerked off a dolphin when they were like whoa man i mean that's the limit yeah they were okay i'm cool with you taking drugs yeah all the time i'm cool with lsd for the dolphins that's okay i'm cool with you getting dolphins fucked up and emotionally traumatizing them but as soon as you i'm okay with the ape man like the ape man was fine too you know (laughs) all right but well imagine like a study like that today like it would never get there it would never happen yeah it would have never happened ever so, um, okay, so uh, when asked, right, so when the scientists were asked about this whole thing, the, the journalist, uh, she said this, when asked about him, mainstream scientists tend to shake their heads sadly as if recalling, some, <laughs> as if recalling someone recently deceased. <laughs> this is before he died. Before like, oh, he died, they're just like, guy. oh, John Lilly. <laughs> oh, that guy. Um, And another quote about him, another neuroscientist associate of his said this, the trouble with Lily is that he's in love with death, but God, he's brilliant. (laughs) He's in love with death. It's very much, it's very similar to the the quote I said about the guy who worked for uh, George in the CIA when he was like, he was like, what did he say? I don't remember what he said, but something along the lines of like, Oh, he was a piece of shit or whatever, yeah. but goddamn it, he was a good cop. Yeah. <laughs> There's two quotes I just want to leave you with. Not, not quotes. This is he had nine rules associated with his belief in the Echo Aliens, and I want to read you all nine rules. But one of them I thought was kind of like absurdly funny. One of the rules, the nine rules of these yeah. Echo Aliens he believes in is you are expected to expect the unexpected every minute, every hour, <laughs> of every day, and every night. You are expected uh. to expect the unexpected. Every minute, every, yeah. yeah. That sounds yeah. like something someone said when they were high. And one of the mantras of his research clinic was this. 
Cosmic love is absolutely ruthless and highly indifferent. It teaches its lessons whether you like, dislike them or not. <laughs> I don't know. Peter knows that all too well. <laughs> yeah um, wow yeah so that, that i mean that listen by the way though gosh i can't believe that for a topic of romance <laughs> they went with people in love with objects and a dolphin in love with a person person i'm we are one day we have got to have a normal story but i don't know i mean did you guys why find, would we go that route did you guys have difficulty finding topics for the romance topic uh really no i mean i, mean, I had one but mine mine is just mention yours briefly. Just uh, it's my, very, very briefly. It's just that uh, people in Japan are not right. No longer interested. Like pr- pretty much anyone under forty in Japan, not He's anyone, not, but a lot yeah. of people are, are like not interested in dating, yeah. or relationships, or sex. In and general. the government is investing a lot I mean, of I mean, money yeah. into. Yeah. They're calling it uh, celibacy syndrome. Like they're really worried that by like twenty. There's a veg- no vegetarian man or vegan man or. Something like that. There's a term for it. Like I think it's vegetarian man or green man or something like that. Yeah. That is addressing the fact that men are kind of like. Well, the women too. The nobody yeah, yeah. wants to. I mean, like basically, yeah. though, these are like young people in their twenties and they're just not having sex. The actually, Japan is not the it. oldest oh. country in the world right now because the population, the average age of the population, is I believe it's like late 40s or like early yeah. 50s. It's like it's like in that range. Actually, uh, pretty recently they sold. Nationwide, they sold more adult diapers than yeah. baby diapers, and, and that's oh, a problem man. for any country. It's a problem because that means your workforce is too yeah. old. Um, compared to the U.S., right? The U.S. the average uh, age, which is still kind of old. The U.S. is old, an old country. The average age in the U.S. is forty-two. Our uh, reproduction rates are going down here. Sex rates definitely not, but yeah. having kids yeah. is dropping. Nobody a can lot. afford it. Exactly, the the yeah. youngest Dude, country actually, in the world is actually massively young. It's India. India, the average age of a person in India is 25, dude. Everybody, like, 60% of the population is, like, in their 20s. In their 20s, wow. Oh, the term is herbivore man. Herbivore Herbivore man. That's the term. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Because apparently... Vegetarian? I was was in the You were kind of close, yeah. yeah. You know, the the concept is that men are afraid of approaching women because they're afraid that they're going to get rejected. But then... uh, they also don't want women that will come onto them because then they see them as like sluts, and they don't want that either. And there's so, the conundrum. So that's that's where it's kind of like, uh, yeah. You know? By the way, the another explanation as to why this whole thing's happening in Japan is because people keep marrying anime characters and video game characters. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're getting married; they're just not having sex with somebody who can reproduce. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, great episode. Um, oh gosh. <laughs> no, I mean this. I got it. That's fine. It probably falls off all the time. Um, do you in. guys have, I mean, first of all, Cynthia, do you have, dude, I did it again. In the beginning what? of the episode, I didn't have Cynthia talk about herself. <laughs> she it just said cool. her name and. Yeah. That's fine. Well, Cynthia, do you have any shout outs? Is there anything you want to promote? Um, well, this upcoming Saturday, I am going to be at this event called Life Without Barriers, which is kind of like an event that's open to the public. Um, entrance is free and I will be selling some shirts hand painted hand painted by myself um and i will be selling some mexican pastries also baked nice. and made by myself and um kind of spreading the word about veganism so if anybody's in town um it's in boyle heights and follow my instagram page mexvegana and you can get all the details um yeah cool. what is the life without barriers thing for 
Oh, it's just like a um, an art festival showcasing local okay. artists uh-huh. and uh, vendors and all that. All these cool people from, nice. you know, Bull Heights against gentrification and stuff. Cool. Yeah. Right. Cool. Courtney, any shout outs or anything you want to say? Oh, shout those? out to my boyfriend. <laughs> oh, you got a boyfriend? You didn't tell me. Well, no. I, mean, I haven't seen you in a long yeah. time. So I guess that's, you know. Well, yeah, it's not exactly something I go up and say, hey, you know what? I got a boyfriend now, man. Because, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, uh, yeah. That's what your t-shirts say, right? <laughs> I have a boyfriend now. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Hi, Justin. Bye. Cool. Uh, Courtney? No, I got nothing. All right. Ryan? Um, thanks for the ride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, I, so Noosh. My, I'm signal. Yeah, thank you. I'm signal boosting a... Uh, the Public Relations Student Society of America on campus for Cal State Dominguez Hills, the Public Interest Committee in that organization. By the way, I mean, I'm like speaking as if I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm the vice president of that club. I just... Yeah, you you, you did still have to look it up on your phone. By the way, it, it let me know. There's a meeting for, for PRSSA today, and I'm like, all right, guys, I got, I got my show. My show comes first. <laughs> so, okay, uh, the PIC committee in that uh, organization, they're having a fundraiser event at Shakey's, um, which is located on, it's, it's one Carson, 665 East Alamo Boulevard, Carson. The event starts at 7 p.m., ends at 9 p.m. It's a fundraiser on February 23rd, 2017, so that's Thursday. Okay. So come on out, support PRSSA. Uh, we really like to meet you. Um, you know, we're we're all fun loving people. You're a uh, good it, vice president. I mean, I, I, for <laughs> any of the, you know, I'm, I'm about to say something that I'm not even sure if it's kosher. I don't know. I was about to say there's only like two guys in the club, so the entire club is enti- like just girls. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, if you come out, it's singles night. I don't know. <laughs> just, like, just come out. I got buy, chicks. Buy some um, pizza. <laughs> Listen, man. When it comes to a club trying to build up, you know, on campus, yeah, you 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 do what you can to get people to come out, you know. Cool, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, thank you very much for joining us for another episode. Uh, we will see you next week for whatever topic we come up with for then. And uh, Ryan, what is the what, what song we got today? I want you to say it. <laughs> All right. So it is. Who? Okay. It's it's the song is. On and on oh, featuring got it Daniel right. Levy, and the group is called Cartoon. Yes. Wait, I got it right? Yeah, because you always do it backwards. I thought On and On was the group. No. Oh, oh. I was, <laughs> oh my gosh. I was so trying to do it You wrong. accidentally did it right. I accidentally did it. So, okay, so the song is Cartoon by the band On and On. No, the song is On and On Bro, by the just... band Cartoon. You already yeah, passed. Cool, man. Okay. <laughs> and the wiffle ball goes. <laughs> Till I get up Time is barely on our side I don't wanna waste what's left The storms we chase are leading us And love is all we'll ever trust Yeah, No, I don't wanna waste what's left And on and on we'll go Through the wastelands, through the highways Till my shadow Through the highways and the
Dead is made possible thanks to KDHR, the student-operated radio station of California State University, Dominguez Hills. For more information about KDHR, please visit www.kdhr.net. The intro song for this show is Space Ace by Blind. This music is made available thanks to Overclocked Remix. For more information, please visit ocremix.org. <laughs>